bagpipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out The Big Rap Show podcast is very kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. Be sure to check out G1 on Facebook and on G1Reads.com. Their G1 Platinum Chanter and G1 Platinum Reads famously played by the 2016 Champion of Champions in Verarian District. Plus, the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So many thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello, what about you? Welcome, 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 welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. Yes, how are you all? Are you keeping the very best? I hope you are. Here, did you enjoy this past weekend? Oh man, what a weekend that was. The European Championships in Forest in Scotland. Oh my word, so much just amazing music for just that weekend. Oh my word, don't worry, we'll get talking all about that. But yeah, the podcast might be a little bit late this week because this is maybe the third time I've tried recording this. (laughs) Because believe it or not, recording a podcast takes quite a bit of time and a bit of editing and a bit of research and all of that kind of stuff. And this week has just been insanely busy on the show. It's been nuts. And if anything, as I've been sitting here trying to record this, I've had like three or four different phone calls and I've actually had a guy call to the house as well. <laughs> so, <sighs> it's just been crazy. Yeah, so I hope you guys manage to bear with me as I do my best to get this podcast out on time. If I don't manage it, don't panic. <laughs> <laughs> there will be a podcast. Ah, oh, man, it's just been one of those days. But hey, I really appreciate all of you guys, but all you podcast listeners, because yeah, this has turned out to be something pretty special. You guys on the podcast, yeah, you're kind of like your own little family now. This is the way I view you. Is uh, yeah, with the amount that you're contributing, with you know the listener mail and the comments that you're passing through with all of our live streams and everything, it's just brilliant. Just brilliant to hear from you all. And, yeah, we're own little podcast family here in the Big Rab Show podcast. Grant, now, on last week's podcast, I talked about our Patreon. Now, I'm not going to ram it down anyone's throat that we, yes, we have a Patreon. It's there. You can go and check it out if you wish. Yeah, go and check it out. Patreon.com, I think, forward slash Big Rab Show, something like that. I can't remember the exact address, to be honest. But the links in all that stuff is all up on our Facebook page. Now, this is going to be a regular feature on our podcast. This is going to be starting off something new. Uh, If you do decide to take out a patronage with the Big Rab Show, you do get certain perks. Now, depending on the level that you donate and everything towards the show, you do get certain little levels of perks And that entitles you to certain things. Now, this past weekend at the European Championships, we had two patrons sign up. So these guys are the first patrons of the Big Rab Show podcast. And you guys are just awesome. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, yeah, here is your perk. You guys get a shout out on each and every show. So, yeah, as long as you hold your patronage of the show, you'll get a shout-out. So here's a big hello to Jeremy Downs. Jeremy, actually, I think you were the first one, the first guy to hit that button on the Patreon page. So, yeah, you're a legend, my friend. Thank you, Jeremy. And also to Brandon Moreno. Brandon, 
Top class, man. There you go. Thank you for hitting that support button. And if you guys out there would love to get a shout out on the Rap Show podcast, go and check it out. It's on the Patreon page. And yeah, you guys can be helping us uh, by supporting us through Patreon because then we can reinvest in some real fancy equipment to do our live streaming with, like a proper camera rather than a cell phone. Uh, <laughs> and some good mics and stuff to get you some high quality you know, audio. All of that kind of stuff. Maybe even hire in a team of editors and things like that for the podcast here and researchers and stuff. So I don't have to spend upwards of 20 hours a week trying to put this together. But anyway, I'm not complaining by any means. But yeah, it's there. You can go and check it out on the Patreon page. So that is a big hello. (laughs) That's a big hello to our first patrons here just through the door. Right. Let me have a joke. I'm going to click on my email. And have we got any listener mail? Yes, we do. We have. Who's it from? See? I should have had this prepared. Uh, This is from Chris. Yes. Where is it here? Ah, Chris Shepard. What about you, Chris? Thanks a million for messaging it. And we have got a a bunch of other emails as well. But this one I flagged up because this is one I really wanted to bring to the podcast. We have a bunch of others. And most of the emails that were received in this past week uh, were all saying thanks for the live stream. So... We'll get talking about the live stream later. <laughs> Don't worry. But yeah, I want to read this email first and listener mail from Chris. So he says, Good day, Mr. Rab. Well, good day to you, Mr. Chris. <laughs> he says, I have procrastinated enough and finally writing to you. Very early in the podcast episodes, I seem to remember you making an offhanded comment about the piping scene here in the US. And you should have and you should make a trip to check it for yourself. Do you know what, Chris? I would love to. Honestly, I know people kind of think, ah, he's just paying lip service. No, honestly, I would love to get to the States to go and check out what the piping scene is like over there. Because I've heard so much about it, you know. And, you know, if anything, it would be kind of good to kind of compare and contrast. You know, see what you guys maybe do better. You know, what we could do in our piping scene here in the UK. Do you know what I mean? I think it it could only be a positive experience. He says, well... I would like to put in a vote for you to stop here in the Albany, New York area. In a heartbeat. That would be awesome. He says, currently, I think you will find a very robust scene with the following bands in the Tri-City. Albany, Troy, and uh, let me see. Oh, this is one of these words I can't pronounce now. Skanectady? Skanectady area? I could just hear everyone laughing right now. Chris, have you done this on purpose? Have you sent me an email that I can't pronounce? (laughs) Now, he goes on to talk about the bands that are not competitive pipe bands. The Sons and Daughters of Erin Pipe Band, the Irish Pipe Band from the capital region of New York. The New York State Corrections Emerald Society Pipe Band. That's a mouthful. And they're, yeah, but they're non-competing. But they do have competitive pipe bands in the area. They have Scotia, Scotia Glenville Pipe Band, Grade 2. Capital Region Celtic, it was Grade 3. Uh, have that name again, Schenectady Pipe Band, and they're in Grade 4. Capital District Youth Pipe Band, Grade 4. Formerly, formerly Scotia Glenville Pipe Band Youth. There you go, I didn't know that. Uh, City of Albany Pipe Band, Grade 5, which would be the equivalent of our Grade 4B. And 79th New York Highlanders Pipes and Drums, Grade 5. So, oh, did I forget to mention that Schenectady... Uh, was that the right band? No, Scotia Glenville Pipe Band are and were world champions in 2012. Do you know, to be fair, I think I remember them. 
coming over and lifting it. I do remember that Scotia Glenville pipe band. Uh, so yeah, he says, and members of others in the area, uh, Inverarian District pipe band, the 78th Fraser Highlanders, uh, so current and former, one piper, one tenor, one snare, there you go, and president of the EUSPBA is from that area, so wow, there you go. He says, but wait, there is more. <laughs> and he says, in brackets, time for a cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, uh, let me see. What Within one hour, plus or minus of the Tri-City area, and then there's just another long list of bands. I could be really annoying you guys right now, but I'm sure you guys in the States are loving this. Let me see. Uh, I did run Dak Pipes and Drums. I've probably really butchered that name. Glen Falls, New York. Hudson Valley Regional Police Pipes and Drums. Uh, Hopewell Junction, New York. Berkshire Highlanders Pipe Band. Uh, Pittsfield um, let me see, that's all non-competitive bands. The competitive ones would be the Mohawk Valley Frasers uh, from Rome, New York. It's grade 5 and a grade 4 band. The Galloway Gallic Pipes and Drums. Glens Falls, New York, of, of course. And yeah, grade 5 pipe band. And the Leather Stocking District Pipe Band, grade 5. That's an awesome name for a pipe band. And he says if he's look, overlooked any pipe band, he's very sorry. Uh, so as you can see, there is a robust piping scene, in my humble opinion, worthy of a stop on the Big Rab tour of the US. So when are you stopping by? And that came from Chris Shepard. He said he's a piper for the city of Albany Pipe Band. Awesome. Chris, do you know what, man? I would love to get to the States to come and see. And yeah, I have heard of the Albany Pipe Band. I have heard of that Scotia Band as well. Uh, I love the name, though, of that leather stocking <laughs> District pipe band. Whew. Yeah, so I would love to get to the States to go and check it out because I, I am aware, uh, you know, of all the various associations they have there in North America and, you know, the piping scenes in various different places around the States is very vibrant, just like you described. But a lot of these bands don't reach notoriety because of the sheer amount of money it takes to come over here to the UK to compete in major championships so maybe that is you know a topic we can talk about another time you know bands who reach notoriety because the world championships are on their doorstep <laughs> you know that's a possible topic of the week so I'm not saying that bands from the states you know shouldn't have notoriety because quite a few of you guys should you know whenever you see some of the you know, material that comes through from Maxville and different things like that whew some of the tunes would add just to have a, a rabism would melt your face. So yeah, some of them are awesome. So definitely worth checking. I would love to go to the States, Chris. But unfortunately, I just don't have the cash flow. But yeah, maybe someday. You never know. I might get over to the States. And it would just be amazing to hang out with the piping crowd in the US. That would be awesome. And he says, uh, P.S., your uh, much more recent question of when and where we listen to your podcasts, as he's mentioned on Facebook, he listens to a podcast driving to and from band practice. There you go, Chris. <laughs> to and from band practice. Not a better time to listen to the show, mate. And thanks a million for your email. And to everyone else, I have to say, who emailed me in, thank you. Um, we got a lot of email this last while but all of it was kind of on the same arc talking about previous podcasts where we were as mostly on the disabled topic we got a lot of people actually uh talking about the disabled topic uh you know with people having access to piping and drumming and a lot of people asking additional questions on top of it uh 
Um, you know, like where could they go for help with certain things? And hmm, do you know the disabled topic actually? Because it seems to be so popular with you guys, the listening, the listening folk, I might have to revisit it again and try and readdress some of the questions that you guys are raising on the topic. Like I said at the time, it's such a massive topic area, and I, I did my best to try and do it justice. But it looks to be I've kind of raised more questions than answered. <laughs> but I, I tried. But it looks like it's such a massive topic. I'm just going to have to go back and look at it again. Anyway, Grant, and also I seem to have piqued your interest whenever I talked about a podcast exclusive giveaway. <laughs> Do not fear, that is coming. It is around the corner. <sighs> See, I always give way too much information and then I end up just leaving myself in hot water. So, suffice to say, it's coming. Your podcast exclusive giveaway is around the corner. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. No more. You're not getting any more out of me. Okay. Let's talk about some piping news. Well, the European Championships were in Forest in Scotland this past weekend. The Euros. Can you believe the Euros has passed us already? This is just nuts. The season's just flying in. Now, again, I have to say thank you to everyone for tuning into our live stream. It was incredible. The amount of people tuning in from all around the world. We had... Guys from Australia, New Zealand, the States, Canada, guys from Copenhagen, you know, South Africa. I would blow your head off. These guys were just tuning in from everywhere. So thank you to absolutely everyone who tuned in and joined in the conversation. Because as we were watching each and every band, everyone was commenting on what they sounded and who they thought would win. And, you know, it was just brilliant to have this active conversation throughout the championship it was great to hang out with you guys so thank you everyone now for those of you who did watch our live streaming and yeah i have to give a special thank you to kirsten kirsten was on the ground on the day not me Uh, so kirsten actually took care of all of our live streaming on the day so she deserves a medal but that's not to say that you didn't get one because those of you who were watching the results on our live stream (laughs) you would have heard that Kirsten's band actually won a prize. Now, God love her, if you haven't seen this yet, I'll describe it to you. She was standing filming the results as they happened. And she was standing right beside another pipe band who was on the front row. So she was there. She had a prime position to be able to catch people going to catch, you know, lift their prizes and everything. So great camera shot and all the rest. And then the results were coming. And then her grade came round and next thing... Boom, her band got read out for a prize. Now, (laughs) she started screaming the word, yes, yeah, and then she caught herself and she realized, oh, wait a minute, I'm holding this camera here with hundreds of people watching. (laughs) So she had to, oh, mentally kind of stop herself and go, oh, oh, oh dear, um, uh, and she was silently freaking out. <laughs> and you can see the camera getting very shaky because she's just won her prize at the European, but she still has to maintain her composure and continue filming for everyone who's watching at home. Now, you can just hear off camera a piper then said to her, Here, do you want me to hold that for you? And she says, Yes, please. 
<laughs> so whoever that heroic piper was in that pipe band, thank you, first of all, for taking the camera. Because what he done then is he lifted the camera off Kirsten and then pointed it towards her and her band. He was just standing right behind them. And God love Kirsten, she was just in floods of tears. <laughs> she was so emotional after winning the prize. She just didn't know what to do with herself and got herself in such a fluster. And the band were all celebrating and you and cheering and all of that. So, yeah, it was awesome to see Kirsten, our live streamer, who had been working so hard throughout the day to, yeah, to collect a prize at the European Championship. So well done, Kirsten. And not a bad day all round. With thousands of people tuning in live, uh, to the live streaming she was producing as well as lifting the prize so that's not a bad weekend's work eh? okay let's talk about the prizes shall we grade 4b european champion elgin and district well done elgin and the drumming went to kilmarnock in grade 4b now grade 4b was not a small grade by any means so well done guys you've managed to come through to a large field of bands there so well done grade 4a went to the third battalion the Royal Regiment of Scotland. Well done. And the drums went to Kinross and District, and that's grade 4A. Well done, now. guys. There, everybody's doing well. In grade 3B, the winner was the Highlanders for Scots. So well done. The drumming went to Bothwell Castle. Fantastic result. Well done, Bothwell. Lifting the drumming title. Now, grade 3A, the winner, Wallastone and District. Woo! I have to say, Wallastone. Yeah, I love your bass drum. If you haven't seen the bass drum of Wallastone and District, go and check it out. It's pro- probably one of my favourites, to be to be honest. Although, uh, yeah, I'm kind of on the fence at the minute because there's so many lovely looking bass drums. Anyway, it seems to be a, a new craze now to have all these really exquisitely printed drum heads. And they're, oh, some of them are class. Anyway... What am I talking about? I'm talking about results, Rab. Yeah, the drumming in Grade 3A <laughs> went to the Royal Borough of Stirling. So well done, Royal Borough. Congratulations. Now, on to Grade 2. The Glasgow Sky Association. Yeah, there you go. Glasgow Sky lifted it and they lifted the drumming as well. So well done, Glasgow Sky. And of course, Loman and Clyde then coming in. I think it was second place right in behind them. So not a bad weekend's work by Glasgow Sky. Well done. Now, the grade, of course, everyone's going to be interested in hearing. Well, maybe. Grade 1. The winner, Inverarian District, of course. There you go. And Inverary managed to lift the drumming as well. Now, where's the field marshal? Everyone says, where are they? Yeah, they finished second. So after their win at the UK Championships, field marshal came in second. And Inverary lifted the top spot. Now... Kind of, well, it's not a shock. I was going to say what shocked me, but it wasn't a shock. Um, Vale of Athol. Vale of Athol Pipe Band finished second in the drumming. Now, this blew everyone's socks off because it was a fantastic run by the band. If you haven't heard it yet, go back and look at our live streams. And the Vale really did play fantastically, but second in drumming? Poof. Well done, guys. You know, to Eddie Hoy and co, you guys have been working insanely hard. So, hey, second place at the Euros. Not bad at all. Well done, everyone there. So, yeah, go the veil. And I have to give a shout-out as well to, yeah, possibly the crowd favourite, Boghall and Bathgate. Yeah, they hit the top five again. They finished fifth place. Wow. 
<laughs> I was so chuffed for them because believe me, they played for it. They had a really, really good run, and yeah, so happy to see them back into the top five again because they've been kind of floundering for a little while. We mentioned it, I think, in previous podcasts there. You know how they've kind of been suffering in form. So to see Boghall back up there in the, in the top five, brilliant. That was absolutely class. It was great. Ah, anyway, so there we go. So I have to say, Inverarian District lifted their European title with the same MSR that they lifted their first major with. So this MSR set that they're playing, it seems to be doing quite well for them. So hmm, if you haven't heard it yet, go and check it out. Yeah, it's up there on the Rab Show Facebook page. Definitely worth looking at. And to be fair, it is a great set. You know, they really played it well. You can't fault it. And to be honest, there isn't a bad band in grade one. I honestly don't know how the judges are doing it at the minute. Is it just flip a coin or draw straws or... Well, I don't know. I don't know. I honestly don't know. But yeah, go and check it out. All the performances in grade one are up there on our Facebook page. You can go and check them out. No. Okay, drum majors, European champions. Let's look at those. The junior European champion went to Abigail Wemlock of Shots and Dykehead. Well done, Abigail. Of course, she's a wee local lassie for me. She's only about five minutes down the road from me. So there you go. Congratulations, Abigail. And juvenile European champion went to Gib Fraser of Colburn, Iowa. Well done, Gib. Congratulations. The adult drum major European champion 2017. Jason Price of Rivara. So congratulations, Jason. Yeah, not too shabby at all. Well done, everyone. Now, that was your result at the European. We could possibly go on and talk about the European Championships for the next three, four weeks. Because here we are now. We've had three majors and two different winners. So when you're starting to look at a best out of three, so far, Inverary seem to be hitting the top spot. So... Dare we say it that they could be a possible favourite for the world? I I still don't know. I still don't know. Clearly, it's very clear to me that their MSR set that they're playing is very strong. Their their MSR set, yeah, it's definitely serving them well. So I don't know. Whenever it came down to a medley performance there at the UK's. They didn't fare as well uh, because the FM managed to pip them into the post. So uh, when it comes to the big one in Glasgow, when you have to play both, you know, does it come down to MSR preference maybe? And uh, I don't know. This uh, it's so difficult to predict this. <laughs> and then do you know what? You'll make predictions and you say, yeah, go and put your money on whatever pipe band. And then on the day, it's, it's anyone's. You know, it really is anybody's game. And that's the beauty of what we're doing. <laughs> you can't predict. But, hey, I don't know. Maybe for our world's warm-up show, I'll do... I'll put myself... I'll put my neck out there and I'll give predictions. What about that? For a bit of crack. <laughs> right, let's talk about more piping news, will we? The Pipe Band Fantasy League. They've released their latest update following the Euros now this past weekend. And the Big Rab Show band is not... Doing too good. Yeah, we're finishing currently at 130th or 134th, something like that. So, yeah, the Rab Show Pipe Band's not doing so well. 
but yeah, whereabouts are you placed? Have you checked it out yet? Are you even entered into the Pipe Band Fantasy League? It's always good fun. And if anything, it, it was free at the time whenever they were taking registration. So, hey, it could be your chance to win some free piping gear. You know, you get stuff sent to you by all the various sponsors. And yeah, so go and check it out. I would urge you to go and check it out. But one thing's for sure. The pipe band show here, the, the the pipe band that was entered by our show, definitely not going to be winning any prizes. We're 130th, for goodness sake. Right, let's talk about Ballybreast Pipe Band. Ballybreast Pipe Band are going to be raising money. They have a bit of a fundraiser going at the minute, and they've decided to climb the Sleeve Donard Mountain in here in Northern Ireland, which is Northern Ireland's tallest mountain. Now, every member of the pipe band has been told to raise a minimum of £100 each in sponsorship to go and climb the mountain. That in itself is awesome, and I wish every member the best. And if anybody wants to go and contribute to them and donate to them, yeah, you can contact them on their social media. So there you go. They have their Facebooks and all that stuff. So, But one, the reason why this is hitting the piping news is because their pipe major, Jason Black, has promised... That if he raises £200 himself, that he will climb the mountain in his kilt and take his bagpipes to the top of the mountain for a tune. Now, for those of you, <laughs> for those of you who know the Sleeve Donard Mountain, it's not small. Now, it's not Mount Everest, don't get me wrong. And it's not on a par with something you know ridiculous like way up in the Alps or something. But it is pretty big all the same. It's still a mountain. And this guy now has said, in black and white, in the public eye, that if he raises £200 worth of sponsorship, he's going to climb up there with a set of bagpipes and give us all a tune. So, Jason, that's quite a challenge, mate. I really hope you manage to raise the £200 and please send us a clip, a video clip of you playing your pipes up at the top of the mountain, man. That would just be brilliant. So, best of luck to everyone there at Bali Brace Pipe Band. Raising a bit of funds ahead of the big in now in Glasgow. Now, another one for you Northern Ireland listeners. Saturday, the 8th of July, sees an Ulster Scots celebration concert coming to the Bernavan Theatre in Cookstown. So this is featuring such acts as Tully Lagan Pipe Band. Go on, the Lagan! Yeah! And Cup of Joe, which is like a bluegrass band that lives locally here. And the Cayley Band, Cask. So, yeah, what about, it's going to be an amazing night, actually. Cask are a fantastic act. And definitely, yeah, they'll have you up out of your chair jigging around the place like an idiot. So, definitely worth checking out. Tickets can be got at the Bernavin box office. Go and get them now. And that's on the 8th of July. Right. Four pipe bands from Australia are going to be making their final preparations as they're going to be appearing at this year's Edinburgh Tattoo. Now, isn't that awesome? These guys are travelling all the way from sunny Australia to appear at the Edinburgh Tattoo. The Australian Federal Police, the New South Wales Police, the Royal Caledonian Society of South Australia, and Scots School Albury. Now, yeah, four great pipe bands who I think one of them, I think it's the New South Wales Police, maybe has been at the tattoo before. Um, I'm not sure. I maybe got that completely wrong. But hey, there you go. Four pipe bands making their way all the way from sunny Australia to appear at the Edinburgh Tattoo this year. Which would be an experience in itself. So I wish all them guys all the very best. Hope you have the best time. Yeah, it's definitely going to be an experience. You know, not to forget in a hurry, I think. 
yeah, so we wish them all the very best for their performances. Okay, I was talking about Ballybreast raising funds, but there's also another announcement for Ballybreast Pipe Band. Now, two pipers from the Las Vegas Pipe Band. Yeah, the Las Vegas Pipe Band, I'll say that again. They announced recently that two pipers will be travelling here to the UK to compete with Ballybreast Pipe Band. Now, how awesome's that? Now, you guys know these people already. Andrew Fusco and Josh. Come on, you know Andy and Josh, don't you? These guys are going to be coming from the Las Vegas area and the Las Vegas Pipe Band to come and play with Ballybreast Pipe Band. So, they, uh, yeah, they're going to be making this trip now in mid-July with the hope that they will eventually head over for the big one in Glasgow. Now... How awesome is that? These guys are currently running a bit of an online fundraising campaign uh, to help cover some of their costs. So, yeah, if you fancy donating some dollars to help these guys maybe buy around in the beer tent, please do. Go and check it out. The details are up there on the Rab Show Facebook page. And, yeah, give them a few quid, a few dollars, you know, help them get around in the beer tent. So... There you go. I'll give that a shameless plug. And hopefully, hopefully, with a bit of luck, we'll get chatting to Andy and Josh on the podcast here. That would be awesome to get caught up with these guys as they're over here. So, yeah. Looking forward to meeting the guys from the Las Vegas Pipe Band. Now, a shout-out has to go to Piper Kenneth McFarlane. Now, this guy... (laughs) He has kind of reached legendary status in the piping world this past week. If you haven't caught this story, strap yourselves in. This guy, Kenneth McFarland, is a piper and his band won a prize at the European Championships this past weekend. Now, I'm sure everyone is aware that once you win a prize at the European, there are celebrations and you're jumping around like idiots, you're hugging each other, you're drinking from the trophy and you're getting photographs taken with the cup and all of this kind of stuff. Well... Kenneth's experience was a little bit different. (laughs) His band was read out as being a winner of a prize at the European and his band started to celebrate. And in the foray, he managed to dislocate his shoulder. Pop. Out goes the shoulder. Talk about gruesome. So, yeah... Instead of getting photographs with the trophy and all of that kind of stuff, there was photographs of this guy sitting in a wheelchair in the hospital, still in his kilt, (laughs) with a dislocated shoulder. Wow. Kenneth, I take my hat off to you, pal, if I was wearing one right now. Now, that is quite an injury. And if anything, you've read the title of tonight's podcast. Yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about, piping-related injuries. But this is one that maybe... This one sets the bar, Kenneth. (laughs) So, congratulations, first of all, for winning a prize at the Euros. It's no small feat by any means. Congratulations to you. But also, commiserations for having popped your shoulder out of its socket. I hope you're feeling better soon, mate. Um, (laughs) Good luck with that. Now, yeah, we've been talking about this guy on the show now for quite a while. Mr. Ali Hutton. Yeah, you guys know who Ali Hutton is by now. I've mentioned him many, many times. He is going to be auctioning off his set of border pipes. Yeah, his own personal set of Burgess border pipes. Auctioning them off for charity. So he's going to be raising the money for a mental health charity there in Scotland. So this is your chance to own a piece of piping 
history, which is difficult to say. Yeah, these are the pipes that Ali plays with, you know, Ross Ainsley whenever they're doing their duet thing, plus whenever he's playing with the Owl Blind Dogs, whenever he's playing with the Treacherous Orchestra, and countless other projects that Ali was involved in. Yeah, he's selling his pipes, plus these are the ones he uses to play live. You know? So these are not just like ones he has in a cabinet somewhere and he pulled out and says, oh, I'll sell these. No, these are his day-to-day, nine-to-five, these are my pipes, and he's selling them for charity. So get yourself over to the Rab Show Facebook page. The links are all up there to the eBay uh, auction. You can go and check it out. And every penny raised as part of this auction goes to this mental health charity. So, yeah. You get a real great set of pipes that you know is going to sound amazing because, yeah, we have the recordings. Um, and, yeah, plus you know that your money's going to a good cause. So it's a win-win. There you go. Go and check that out. It's over on the Rab Show Facebook page. All the links are all up there. Good on you, Ali Hutton. I have to tell you, mate. That's fantastic. Now, People's Ford, Boghall and Bathgate. I was talking about them there, about hitting the top five spot again. So... First of all, well done, Boghall. But yeah, there was a bit of a story from the Boghall guys that kind of slipped in under the radar. As we were doing Throwback Thursday last week, they announced that they have appointed a new pipe sergeant. Yeah, a lot of people didn't catch this. Uh, The new pipe sergeant is Callum Watson. So well done, Callum. Yeah, this followed uh, their previous pipe sergeant, it was Alexander, uh, Alexander Sogol, he decided that his professional career was moving to England and he had to move along with it. So that resulted in him having to step away from the band. So Callum is going to be following the boots. He's going to be taking over the role of Pipe Sergeant. Now, I had to do a bit of digging, actually, to find out who Callum Watson was. I didn't have to dig too far, though, to be fair, because I found that Callum is actually a bit of a veteran of the Boghall Pipe Band system. He's been with them now for quite a while. He's really well known, actually, in solo circles, especially in the Peabrook world. Um, Callum has been Pipe Major of the Novice Juvenile Boghall Band since 2014. So, yeah, this is kind of a natural progression for him, really. You know, coming from the Novice Juvenile system, being Pipe Major since 2014... For him to step into the pipe sergeant role of the senior band in grade one, yeah, I think it's just natural. <laughs> That's the only way to say it. It's just the natural progression. So, yeah, he's come out with a statement to say how thrilled he is with the appointment, you know, and he can't wait for it and everything. And, yeah, we wish him all the very best. And seeing how the band managed to place there at the Euros in the top five certainly hasn't done them any harm. So, hey, best of luck, everyone there at Boghall, and to Callum as well, as he gets used to his new role as Pipe Sergeant. I wish the band well. Grant, now, this weekend in Northern Ireland, we have, it's not a major, but it's possibly one of the biggest ones here in our domestic calendar here in Northern Ireland. We have the All-Ireland Championships this weekend in Lurgan. It's always, always an amazing championship because it encompasses all of Ireland. Now this is ran through the Irish Pipe Band Association as well as the Royal Scottish Pipe Band Association of Northern Ireland that's ran in conjunction with the two associations and it's alternated each year whether it's going to be North, Northern Ireland or in the South, in Southern Ireland. So this year it's the turn of Northern Ireland. So it's going to be in Lurgan. So yeah, Oh, it's going to be so much fun. I cannot wait. And hopefully, you never know, I might actually take a podcast. Yeah, 
if I can't be bothered. In between having fun. Yeah, I can't wait for it. The All-Ireland Championships. It's always kind of... It's one of those championships that's always on the list that you want to win. You know, thankfully I have a few All Ireland medals in the house, and they are, they do take pride of place. To be fair, <laughs> it is kind of prestigious here in this island to win that title, so it's fantastic. Let's talk about it and break it down as I always do. In Grade Four B, there's 25 bands. Now, that's not too shabby when you consider there was a similar amount nearly for Forres. That's not bad. Grade Four A, 17. And then it takes a sudden jump down. Grade 3B, there's only 7. Grade 3A, 7 bands. Grade 2, there's 5. And then in Grade 1, there's 4. So, there we have it. Now, the thing that makes the All-Ireland a little bit more juicy, uh, if that's even a word, yeah, our Grade 1 competitors in the All-Ireland Championships have to play twice. They have to play an MSR and a medley. Same as they would do in the world championships um so yeah this makes the all ireland almost like a dry run for the worlds because i don't know i don't think there's any other major out there where you have to play both sets on the same day and this kind of sparked a question then as we were talking about this on last night's live show we were talking about should every major now make you know everyone play twice should every major be an MSR and a medley, rather than just one. You know what I mean? Because, for instance, we were talking about earlier how Inverary are winning the MSR competitions where Field Marshal have won the one medley performance. So, you know, if the majors had both a medley and an MSR, it would certainly mix things up. You know what I mean? And then, yeah, do things get awarded on MSR preference? Hmm... Interesting. So, but yeah, this is how our All Ireland Championships has been run and has been running for as long as I can remember, years and years and years. It's always run on that Grade One plays twice. The MSR competition happens and then they start all over again and they just run all the way through their medleys, and it's just brilliant. You know, especially for us piping fans who just love sitting to listen to all this music. I'm sure maybe not so much for the Grade One guys who have to play twice. I'm sure that's not easy, having to try and maintain your concentration, trying to maintain a sound as well, especially when it's lashing with rain, because we all know <laughs> Ireland can't be the most uh, temperamental of climates. But, yeah, playing twice, yeah, it's not easy. So, yeah, the All-Ireland competition itself can be a different animal from most other competitions. The only one that's anyway kind of similar is the World Championships, I think. So that raised the question, should we be making every major a medley and an MSR? Don't know. Food for thought. A lot of people seem to be on the fence whenever we raised it on the live show. A lot of people seem to think, yeah. Some people said no. mm, Don't know. Now, there's been rumours, I have to say this is rumours, that BBC Northern Ireland may be in attendance. So this may hit our television screens. We don't know yet. This has been rumours. I have to stress rumour, rumour, rumour. Because, yeah, I've got a whole big series of messages from people asking, Hey Rob, I heard there's going to be TV cameras this weekend. Oh, really? Is there? Yeah, first I heard about it. So, but yeah, the the obligatory question is, I know the TV cameras are going to be there, but are you still going to be live streaming? (laughs) 
<laughs> the answer to that question is yes. We will be live streaming, of course, unless somebody chases us out of the park. <laughs> so we will be there. And yeah, rest assured, we will bring you live streaming of all the action, as much as we can possibly bring you, of the All-Ireland Championships. So hope you guys can join us this weekend. Right. Now, this was a section on the podcast that I was, yeah, I was thinking of starting off. Stuff Rab gets wrong. <laughs> stuff Rab gets wrong. Yeah, so that's up for the piping news. But this is stuff that I've got wrong. Yeah, whenever we were talking about vendors, and I don't think it was specifically the vendors uh, podcast that this was on, uh, but somebody had messaged me in any way on Twitter and said to me, that whenever a vendor was to pay for their pitch, they're not paying the association. They're actually paying the organizers of the competition. So that would be either the owners of the venue or the promoters of the venue or even, in some cases, the district councils uh, you know, or the, the people from the area who just happen to own the patch of ground that the competition's on, whatever. So the, the association themselves don't actually get any of the cash. They don't set the prizes or the prizes. They don't set the prices for people to pay their pitch. So that money goes to the organizers of the competition, which I had no clue about. So that I got that wrong. I assumed that it was our RSPBA NI or it was our you know our counterparts in Scotland or whatever association. Yeah, I thought it was those guys who pocketed the cash, but it's not. It's actually the guys who organised the competition. So, in the likes of the UK Championships, that would have went to Belfast City Council, which I find fascinating. There you go. So, that's some stuff that I've got wrong. I have got others, but I'm making a bit of a list at the minute for stuff I've got wrong. So... (laughs) See the amount of names and junk that I have pronounced incorrectly this past, I don't know how many, 20-odd podcasts now? Uh, It just reads a list as long as my arm, so it's ridiculous. Anyway, (laughs) this could be a whole new new topic altogether. Stuff Rab got wrong. That could be a different podcast altogether. Yeah, but hey, you know, I get stuff wrong. And if anything, I love to hear from you guys correcting me. Because if I am wrong, tell me. You know, and if anything, sometimes I'm really happy to be wrong. You know what I mean? <laughs> but if I'm thinking something's really doom and gloom and you guys can tell me opposite, fantastic, bring it on. You know, please do tell me. Get your messages into me. Oh, uh, I was going to give you the text number for Fuse. Ah, what am I doing? I'm not even live on Fuse. Oh, see, I'm all over the place. <laughs> you can get your emails into me. Biggrabshow at gmail.com. Please don't procrastinate. Please don't sit on the fence like Chris done. <laughs> Please do. Send me in a message. It doesn't have to be really long and lengthy. It could just be a simple like the podcast or whatever. Yeah. Send me in a voicemail as well. I love getting voicemails. I haven't had one in a while actually. So yeah. If you have a suggestion for a topic of the week. If you have anything specifically you want to talk about and debate about on the show. Or even if there's anything I've got wrong. Please feel free. Get in contact with me. BigRabShow at gmail.com. Right, it's that time of the week. (laughs) Time for me to get a big cup of tea, throw my heels up. It's time for the topic of the week. Pipe Band Hub, promoting the pipe band scene since 2011. For all your news, results and performances, follow them on Facebook, Twitter 
and with over 250 performances on their Audio Mac site to choose from, make the Pipe Band Hub your first choice online when you pick up your phone. Hello, this is Scott Wood, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. The Big Rab Show on Fuse FM, Balmont. Tuesday nights, 7pm to 9 They are the show for the piping folk. Reflecting everything from the bagpiping world. Celtic music, folk music, solo piping and of course pipe bands. Bagpipes are your thing. Tune in to The Big Rap Show. The Big Rap Show, Tuesday nights, 7 till 9 on Fuse FM, Balamone. Loud Pipes Visual Media is your dedicated resource for coverage of pipe bands from Northern Ireland. Loud Pipes Visual Media specialises in both photography and videography, so you don't only get to see the fantastic spectacle of piping and drumming, but you also get to hear it too. Loud Pipes Visual Media is always very keen to promote bands from Northern Ireland, so if you or your band has an event or you would like a specific photograph or video taken, please get in touch with Loud Pipes Visual Media on their Facebook page or contact Barbara on 07192314022. Yes indeed. Welcome back. Time for the topic of the week. And yes, you've guessed it from the title of the podcast. We're talking about pipe band injuries or piping injuries. This piping game is such a dangerous game, it would appear. Yeah. Like if you heard earlier in the podcast we were talking in the piping news about that Piper, uh, Kenneth, who managed to dislocate his shoulder from celebrating. That, oh, that can be classed as a piping injury because if he wasn't there with his pipe band, he wouldn't have received that injury. Yikes. Awful, awful stuff. But through that story breaking and me sharing it out there on the Facebook page and talking about it on the live show on Fuse FM... It raised all sorts of people who commented in, text in, and emailed, and all sorts saying, Ah, oh, you think that's bad? Well, this happens. Let's go through some of the stories I've received. If anything, I'll just give you a couple. First of all, well, I'll give you more than a couple actually, because we're here, it's a podcast. I'll give you my own story. Possibly one of my worst uh, pipe band related injuries now as my time as a tenor drummer it's been plenty of times I've smacked myself in the face with a tenor stick stick and <laughs> you know just swing 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 flourish 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 bonk ah smack in the face and like that was back in the days when the tenor sticks were proper tenor sticks like there weren't these small tie fry ones you know the little dainty ones that you get now that are really lightweight and really yeah I'm talking the proper ones that may as well have been made out of bits of masonry <laughs> <laughs> so when one of those smacked you in the nose, you felt it. But who, who knows? I could be completely wrong. You know, whenever one of those, you know, little dainty tenor sticks smacks you in the back, you know, maybe you feel that too. I don't know. I'm completely wrong. But that's not the story I wanted to tell you about. My own particular pipe band related injury, again, <clears throat> again, that happens at a celebration. My pipe band had just won the All Ireland Championship. Now, isn't this weird? That's tying in. But this time we won it as a drum corps as well as winning it as a band. Now, as the drumming prize was read out, I was the lead drummer at the time. And the guy next to me uh, was about a similar height to me, uh, but was a good 10, 15 years older than me. So the result came out 
And I went, yeah, as you do. And I grabbed a hold of this guy and gave him a hug. Now, I thought in my infinite wisdom, yeah, I was so excited. And I hugged him. And then I decided to lean back and try and lift him up. Now, in the process of me making that horrible jerking movement to try and lift this uh, 30-year-old man up off the ground, I realized um, he may well be the same height as me. He might be a little bit older than me, but he's certainly a lot heavier than me because my back made a very strange noise. I heard a series of pops, pops, pop, 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 and a groan, and I thought, oh, oh. That's the celebration's over right now. I think, yes, no more celebrating for Rab now. No more people is getting lifted. Uh, Yes, stay away from me. (laughs) My back made a very weird noise. And I was in my early 20s. And mm, for my body to make that kind of a noise, I thought that's not natural. So, and yeah, I suffered with a bit of back pain then for a few weeks after. But thankfully, I managed to recruit. So, you know, yeah, it was grand after. But still, that could have ended pretty nastily if I had decided to try and lift this dude. Yeah, not going to name his name at all uh, because that would just embarrass him because I do think he listens to the podcast. So if you're listening to this story, you know exactly who you are. Hello. Yeah, I did try to lift you and you were too heavy and I couldn't and kind of embarrassed myself and yeah, ended up holding my back as I was going up to lift the trophy. That was kind of embarrassing. Anyway, <laughs> so there's photographs of me with the All-Ireland trophy. One hand on the trophy, the other hand on the small of my back going, Oh, Jesus, I'm dying. So, but, hey, the adrenaline itself carried me through the day. It was the next day. I really felt it. Anyway, that's my own story. <laughs> Another such story was text into the radio show last night on Fuse FM. Craig Laurie. Of course, you guys know Craig very well. He's a a piper and drummer extraordinaire. He's been in many's a world solo final in the snare drumming. Um, Yeah, he's competed with Loman and Clyde Pipe Band famously. Plus, recently he's also joined the ranks of the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Craig's been on the show before and he was texting in as he was listening live last night. Now, he told us a bit of a story about how he received a gash on his leg as he received... The World Championships back in 2008, I think it was, Craig. I'm possibly wrong. But as he was celebrating, he tripped over uh, Jim Kilpatrick drum harness. Now, he thought nothing of it at the time. He tripped over and fell and thought, ah, you know, having made a bit of a fool of myself. Carried on anyway. Went and lifted the trophy. Paraded with the band out of Glasgow Green back to the bus. And then kind of looked down and realised, oh dear, they're... Yep, my socks are now a different colour and there appears to be red claret pouring everywhere. And upon investigation found that he had cut a massive gash in his leg. And yeah, so adrenaline can (laughs) carry you so far. With tripping over this drum harness, he must have caught the corner of it, he says on his text messages, and hit the cut on his leg actually required 17 stitches. 
Wow. So, yeah, he ended up in hospital getting stitches in his leg as the rest of the band was celebrating their world championship victory. So, needless to say, as soon as he got his stitches, straight back to the hotel and right into the bar and continued celebrating with the rest of the band. So now he has a war wound as well as some memories that would last him a lifetime for the time that his band lifted the world. So that's a story to tell. Now, I'm kind of noticing a bit of a pattern. Most of these pipe band injuries are involved in celebration. Now, you guys know the previous lead drummer of Blairy and District, Mr. David Brown, who's now currently competing with the Vale of Athol pipe band. David messaged into the show. He actually commented on the story that we shared out once it happened. He said one such story that has just made me cringe so much. It's horrible. So for those of you who would be a little squeamish, you might want to fast forward for the next minute or so as I tell you David's story of his pipe band injury. It's pretty gruesome. Now, yes, David, as you know, played with the RUC pipe band here in Northern Ireland. And the RUC famously won the World Championships. And as it happened, the announcement came over the speakers. World Champions, RUC, and the band just went nuts, as you can imagine. Now, for those of you who know David Brown well enough, you'll know that David is, yeah, he's a bald-headed chap. (laughs) He would be what would be called follically challenged, yeah. And so, yeah, he had his band cap on and everything. So what happened is that Barney, another guy, a member of the corps, came over and kind of rubbed his head with the Glengarry on the top of his head. You know, give it a good old, give it one of those, one of those, you know, Oh, rub your head, kind of, look at that, we won, yeah! But what Barney didn't know is that the cap badge on David's hat was held on on the inside with a series of nuts and bolts. And this was pressing against David's scalp. So whenever Barney came over and rubbed his Glengarry on his head to say congratulations... He actually ended up cutting David's head <laughs> with his Glengarry quite badly. And there is famously photographs of David and the drum corps and that celebrating their win. And he's trying to stop blood from pouring down from inside his Glengarry down his face. It's pretty gruesome, isn't it? That's pretty horrible. So, oh. Yeah, so that's a pretty bad story. For you screamish listeners, you can tune in again. Hello, you're back. So that's a pretty bad one. Yeah, but there has been others. There, I could sit here and rhyme off story after story. But one particular band of people seemed to suffer more than anyone else. Now, we had Pipers there who were texting in last night to the live show. There was Ailey, the Pipe and Quine. She... Yeah, she managed to give herself nearly a black eye by smacking herself in the face with a bass drone. And, you know, the things like that. But I think it's down to clumsiness. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, one particular band of people seemed to suffer quite badly you know, with injuries and things. And I'm talking about drum majors. Ugh, some of the stories I've heard where people get teeth knocked out. Some people with broken noses. And one that really comes to mind is Brian Wilson, MBA. Yeah, you all know Brian. Of course, countless time world champion drum major. He has 
bust his eyebrow. You know, he split his eyebrow a few times. He split his lip a few times as well from getting smacked in the face with his mace. And then when I was talking to Alistair Patterson, again, countless time drum major world champion, Alistair told a very similar story. Again, smacking himself square in the face with the head of his mace at full pelt. Whenever you're in the middle of a parade or if you're in the middle of competing. Like, imagine that happening to you on the competitive field. He said there was one time he threw his mace up in the air. And he, you know, marched on, getting ready for the catch. But on that particular day, it was windy and it was rainy. And he thought to himself, I'm not going to make this catch. But he did. He made the catch. But he made the catch with his face. (laughs) And that's how he described the story to me. He said the wind caught it and the mace didn't get enough rotation. So the mace actually came down head first. So he knew by the way it was rotating in the air it wasn't going to get enough for him to get a hand on it. So yeah, he reached up with his hand and just hoped for the best. And bang, it smacked him square in the forehead. And he said it very nearly knocked him out. He said, but after I hit him in the face, (laughs) it fell into his hand. And as he felt it hit his hand, even though he couldn't see because he closed his eyes with the impact... His automatic pilot took over and it hit his hand and he just continued marching. Now that, that's impressive right there. You get smacked in the face with a mace at full dig and you you keep going? That's impressive. That really is. So these drum majors, I tell you what man, don't mess with them. Because if you're going to smack them in the face with a mace and they'll keep coming at you. (laughs) Now... I've got many other stories of other injuries where people have maybe been a bit clumsy and tripped over instruments like Craig did or guys who have had various different celebrations and have yeah dislocated their shoulders. I've had a few guys who've sprained ankles and things by marching into arenas and not watching where they're going and then there's maybe a divot in the grass or something. I've seen that happen, you know, the sprained ankle and oh, oh. some pretty terrible stories. But I think, I think, yeah, as I said earlier, the dislocated shoulder had to have been one that's definitely up there. There was another time where I was competing in a championship and I got stung in the face by the wasp. And I was lead drummer at the time and the wasp landed on my face and I had to keep playing. Even though I, I don't like wasps. I'm not allergic to them by any means, but... This little skither landed on my face, and no matter <laughs> doing that while trying to play a Strispe <laughs> was really off putting. And this thing was crawling around on my cheek. And next thing, I let a <laughs> out of me, and yeah, trying to blow it off my face. And in the process, <clears throat> stung me right in the face. Now, you talk about angry. <laughs> I thought, you little. It stung me right in the face just as I was breaking into the reel and I missed the break. I was furious. <laughs> Absolutely furious because it was through no fault of my own but this stupid wasp. And to be fair, it didn't hurt us. You know, to be, we didn't do too badly that day. But I still felt we could have done better if it wasn't for that stupid wasp. Anyway, procrastinating that. I'm just telling all sorts of stupid stories. But 
Yeah, I'm sure you guys have a pipe band related injury story. I'm almost positive you have. Because I think this piping game, it's it's not safe. It's not a safe activity. They should give a warning to anyone looking to, to pick this up as a hobby. Please be warned, there is a risk to life and limb. You could possibly, uh, I don't know, again, smack yourself in the face with a mace. You know, break your nose, lose some teeth. Hey, let's have some fun this weekend. <laughs> Do you know, it's not a, yeah, sometimes it's not a friendly sport. Especially some of the guys that play in the Celtic music bands as well. Some of those concerts can get pretty pretty raucous. And uh, I've actually heard a story once where a piper was on stage and he was playing away. And he was standing beside an electric guitar player. And the pair of them were just playing away. You know, whatever the reel was. I think it was, I think it was a reel they were playing. And the guitar player suddenly decided to turn. Now rather than turn away from the piper, he turned towards him. And the neck of the guitar caught the piper square in the face. Uh, and for those of you who know what a head of a guitar looks like, yeah, with all those tuning pegs and stuff, and you get a smack in the face with one of those, uh, yeah, not pretty. I have to give kudos to the piper, though. I can't even remember the name of the band now. That was a good while ago, years ago. Um, yeah, i seen this piper get a smack right in the teeth with this guitar. Now, the blow stick fell out of his mouth, and you seen the piper going, oh my god. <sighs> but he kept going. He didn't miss a note. He just ended up putting the blow stick right back in his gut and never missed a pop. It was amazing to watch. Now, granted, after the tune finished, he says, right, ladies and gentlemen, we need to take five minutes here. And the band took five minutes as the piper <laughs> was kind of like getting, he had a, a glass of iced water and he was just holding it against his face. <laughs> And uh, you can imagine the language that was coming from him towards said stupid guitar player. But there you go. So even the Celtic music scene has its hazards as well. Yeah, I want to hear your pipe bad injury stories. I'm sure there's bound to be hundreds out there where you guys have possibly injured yourself in some ways or means through this wonderful thing that we do. This amazing piping music that we produce. Be it either with a pipe band or be it in Celtic music. Or trad music, or whatever way you want to look at it, piping—it's not—it's not a fun thing, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, you can get injured doing this. Mm. Yeah, especially drum majors. I you have a soft spot for drum majors now because I really do think those guys go through the mill. <sighs> yeah, yeah, definitely not a hazard-free sport by any means. So yeah, email you email me in. Your pipe band injuries, please. Bigrabshow at gmail.com and we will bring them to next week's show on listener mail. There you go. Also, check out the Patreon. If you do fancy getting a special Patreon uh, shout out, there you go. There's your opportunity. Plus, there are other levels available as well. You do get other little perks that perhaps others would not. Mm hmm. There you go, little Patreon exclusives available there. Plus the chance, there's one level actually lets you be an executive producer and you get to put together a show. So yeah, you be the puppet master. <laughs> Grand. There you go, guys. Best of luck to absolutely everyone who's going to the All-Ireland Championships this weekend. It's going to be an amazing weekend of music. I'm really looking forward to it. And who knows, I might actually bring the podcast from there. Like I've done before in previous competitions. And yeah, I would love your feedback, by the way. You know, I feel the podcast now, we've been going for quite a number of weeks now. I would love to know what you guys think. 
you know, but do you like the podcast? Do you think we could do anything better? What would you like to hear? You know, have you got any suggestions for topic of the week? Please do. Please get in contact with us. Because as I said, we are here for you guys, the piping folks. So if we're producing stuff that you're just not interested in, please let us know. Yes, do not worry. We've had a number of queries as well about our podcast coming up about the learning journey. Do not fear. That is in progress. Yeah, in fact, we made some quite good ground this past week. So that is being put together as we speak. Do not worry. And yeah, this week actually we had a meeting as well about the Big Rab Show merchandise. Yeah, I know a bunch of you seem to be pretty excited about getting your hands on some t-shirts or some hoodies and stuff. That's all in the works. Had an exciting meeting there at the start of the week. And that's all gradually being put together. So you'll be able to grab some Rab Show merchandise. Right guys, I am going. Best of luck everyone at the All-Ireland this weekend. And I'll catch you all again right here. Same time, same place, right here on the Rab Show Podcast. Well, that's it for another big Rab Show Podcast. Many thanks to our sponsors, good friends there at G1 Reads. Be sure to check them out on Facebook and at g1reads.com. The G1 Platinum Chanter is played by bands around the world, producing that rich, full-bodied tone. If you don't believe me, just listen to our Champion of Champions 2016 in Verarian District. Many thanks to our good mates there at G1, and until next time, we'll see you right here in the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best.